I think Hollywood portrays it like we're just supposed to be so in love and we're going to come home and rush to each other's arms. And if, if you have a great relationship, every that's night how it's we're having look, passion man. and connection. Oh my gosh. But I think the daily relationship, the daily work of relationship is a lot different than that. This, this is the, the Connecting, Connecting Couples, Couples podcast, podcast with the, the real Emhoffs. Hi, I'm Chad Emhoff. And I'm Angela Emhoff, and welcome to episode five of our Marriage Maintenance series, where we're discussing in this episode the daily maintenance, the things that help your relationship stay connected, stay secure on the daily. On the daily, I love it. <laughs> you know, it's a funny thing because... Uh, I think Hollywood portrays it like we're just supposed to be so in love and we're going to come home and rush to each other's arms. And if, if you have a great relationship, every that's night how it's we're having look, passion man. and connection, oh longing Which, in each other's eyes. I don't mean to be cynical, but inside me, something just went, come on, my eyes are rolling. What's <laughs> happening? I want that. I think it's cool. And I think sometimes we have that. I think we have moments of that. But I think the daily relationship, the daily work of relationship is a lot different than that. It's not like, you know, just, and, and it's not like if you don't have that every day. If you do have it, great. But if you don't have that every day, it's not like there's something wrong with your relationship. No. Relationship is an intentional act. It's an intentional uh, work. And it's and it's something that grows over time. Lots of research has shown that. But I think that that's really what we want to talk about this time is like, how do we cultivate, how do we kind of nurture these places where we want our relationship to grow, where we want it to get better? We were talking about in our relationship when it was really great and when we were able, when we did have that almost like romantic connection. And we joked because it was when we were dating and I had quit a job. I was about to start my internship in school. And so I couldn't work and do both. So there was about six weeks where I did not have a job. And Chad at the time was helping his family farm. And so he had a little bit more flexibility. Actually, he would get up at four o'clock and milk cows. So in the middle of the day, he was wide open. I was free all the time that she was awake. (laughs) (laughs) And so this idea came up when we were like, remember that time when neither one of us had jobs or commitments? And And we we could just hang out and drink coffee. We would go do whatever we wanted. Yeah, it was great. Projects. We could build things. Just then life happened and jobs happened and we built a family and we committed to things and everything we added kind of took away from the open, wide open space of connection. And that is what happens. We, we connect when we're dating. We even possibly in our first year of marriage, it, it just seems like every year of marriage, there is more that gets added, whether it's logistics or circumstances or just the things we commit to that tend to be good things that we're choosing, but also yeah. can threaten the time that we had to connect. And so there are, just like we have talked about in the last few episodes, some intentional little things that don't take a whole lot of time that we basically were not only told, but taught how to do. And and this is an area I'm excited about because this is one of those areas where Chad and I, we've discussed, both come from a broken marriage. We've both been divorced. And when we were dating and recognized we want to get married... We were able to leverage the amazing people that we have in our community. And a dear friend of ours and a mentor, Brian Reyna, actually pitched this to us, uh, this idea that we do every single day, and he calls it daily bread prayers. We call it DBP. Daily bread prayers. That's we, we honestly, we don't call it anything. We just do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's such a rhythm. Hey, let's do it. No, we don't do that. We're like, like, hey, 
we, we just do the thing we do. And, you know, we, we, we have a strong uh, commitment to our faith. And so that's a part that we include. And I think, I think you could do it even if you didn't have a big, like a big commitment to faith. But I'm like, I, I think that there's something to say to like inviting spirituality into your relationship. So if that's something you're open to, I would encourage you to do that. But, but for us, it really is. It's, it's a daily process of praying for each other. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think, man, what better way to kind of nurture a relationship than to say, I'm going to be spiritual with you on a daily basis. I'm going to have this deeper spiritual connection with you on a daily basis. Now, when, when I explain what it is that we do, it doesn't feel very spiritual. It's kind of rote in some ways, but, but I I do want to say that like, we have a way that we connect before we leave our house, before we, before the day takes over, before all our energy is given to everybody else. We have these moments where we just quickly say, I am with you. And and I invite God and, and into our relationship and into what we're doing. Speaking of being wrote, this is one area where I actually have written our three points with these daily bread prayers into the show notes. So if you want to glance at those, if this is something you want to kind of take on and do in your relationship we're going to kind of walk through really quickly what we do because it has been so impactful. Yeah, so basically it's a simple process. Uh, as I'm leaving the house and before before I leave the house, I want to make sure that I, I just say, hey, Angela, let me pray for you real quick. That's, that's literally how we set it up. Yeah. And I say... Angela, um, come here real quick. We, we stop it and I go, God, please protect Angela's heart, protect her mind, protect our marriage, bless her day. If I know she has a meeting or something important for that day, I'll say, be with her in that. Like, just kind of like sending, you know, his, him, God, inviting God into our process and asking for his protection around the places we know sometimes they're vulnerable. And then she does the exact same thing. I do thing the same thing. Me. I'll say, God, please do the chat today, protect his heart, protect his mind, protect our marriage. So that first prayer is praying protection over your relationship. You know, I, I joke because as a kid, I remember every time we went on a trip, my dad would always pray traveling mercies. I don't even know what traveling mercies are, but he prayed them and it was it was fundamental to our road trips. I'm saying this is fundamental to our day. God asked for those travel mercies, we man. We pray protection over our relationship. That's the first one. And so then the second part of it is when we're apart, I intentionally also pray for forgiveness, like for Angela. I say, God, is there anything, and I kind of reflect, is there anything that I'm holding on to? Is there anything she's done or that I've, you know, maybe been offended by or hurt by? And I say, if there is, Lord, help me to release that. Help me to give that to you. I don't want to sit in judgment over my wife. That's not what this is. And if there's a judge, it certainly isn't me. So I release that to you, God. I give that to you. And if there's something you want to convict her heart of, fine. I would love for you to convict that. If there's something I need to look at, please show me my part in this. So it's a quick little prayer. And the same then for me. We're saying, that first one, when we pray those protections, we're praying those out loud together. But now Chad has left, he's gotten in his car, he's left for work, or on the days I have to leave first, we're not together. And we're just having the conversation with God. And so it is the same on my side where I'll say, you know what, God, I'm just asking you to reveal to me if I'm resentful or bitter towards Chad, if there's something he's done that I'm like being mad at or in my mind, I start attacking his character. Those are the things I want to release to God because the worst thing that I could do for our relationship throughout the day is to continue to kind of self-righteously stand that I'm in a position that's better than him and he's gotten it wrong. That doesn't do... by. 6 p.m., it's not well. But if in the morning, if I say, God, return my heart to a position of humility and grace towards my husband and reveal to me something I'm harboring and help me forgive him for that, it shifts how I care about him. Usually then I can like send a little happy face emoji or just want to remind you that I love you because I have realigned my heart to care for my husband. And so that second one is forgiveness towards your partner 
that is so healthy for me to do to make sure that I'm not still frustrated about something I might not have brought up. I, I love it. And and then the last thing that we do is, or the last thing that you do while you're apart is you pray for just blessings. So if, if I know specifically again that Angela has something coming up or even if I don't know, I'm like, God, just be with her. Bless her day. Bless her time. Bless her engagement. Help, help things to go well. Help the day flow well. Help her time with Avery. Help her time with just the stuff of life, the laundry even, as we talked yeah. about in the last, like help it all get done, help it all flow, help it make sense. And so then it's just a real quick little blessing. So I want to just cover those three points again really quick. So when we're together, we will pray quickly, God protect her heart, mind, marriage, be with her and the things that she's doing today. When we're apart, quickly I pray forgiveness. If there's anything, show me my part in it. Show her her part in it. Help us to, I release that to you, God. I'm not going to sit in judgment over my wife. And then the last thing I say is, God, bless her time. Bless. And it's just intentionally saying, God, we invite you into this and we give our, our relationship to you, first of all, but like we give each other to you. We ask for your protection. We ask for your blessing on us. We ask for your forgiveness in this thing because we're humans, man. We mess up and we, we are going to hurt each other at times. And that's normal in relationships. So we're intentional about how we invite God into it and how we kind of work through those things. I want to take just a second. Cause I had, I worked with a couple who wasn't faith-based and they wanted basically a daily connect that just aligned them. And so the thing that I actually worked with them on is that they would, before they left their house, say, hey, I'm on your team and I believe in you. Just that encouragement that says, I, your your spouse, your partner, believe in who you are and love and value you. They exchange that little basically encouragement to each other every day and it shifted their relationship. And then while they were apart, prayer, I believe, is very similar to meditation. If I'm spiritually meditating on the blessings or the good things that God has for me, or even asking God's help to forgive my husband or to maintain a humble heart, I believe the concept is pretty similar. And so it was the same, the conversation I had with them is to just throughout the day meditate on the reasons, the good reasons why you are with your partner. You know, we were in that same uh, couple that I was working with. We had some conversations about sex and it, you know, not in the, like the last episode we talked about, you know, making sure you connect weekly, but the conversation we had was that how healthy it was for them to throughout the day on the nights when they had planned it or when they were going to have a connection that throughout the day they thought about it and anticipated it and looked forward to it. Then when they did finally get together, it went really well. Yeah. But if they didn't take the time to basically think good thoughts about it or, you know, meditate on what it was going to be like, it was a little bit trickier in, in getting it going. And the concept isn't too unlike that, that basically we are making a daily and intentional effort to think good, hope good, believe in our partner. Yeah. With Chad and I, we absolutely include that God part of that spiritual part of it. But if you're not somebody that is a, of practicing faith, there are still really good, positive, encouraging things that you can do daily for and with your partner that really help your relationship stay connected. And so that is the one we wanted to kind of start with. But there's another thing that I wanted to bring up when Chad and I were dating. Uh, we actually have talked about this before that we knew we had failed at relationship before and if left to our own devices could get that wrong. And so we started seeing a therapist basically for pre-engagement counseling that helped us navigate a few bumpy parts in our relationship. And something she said was, when you go on a date or when you connect or when you're together, 
What is that connection? What does that reconnect look like? And then how do you leave it? And we had then got married. She worked with us through our dating, into our engagement, and through our, our marriage. And that was a point she kept bringing back and, and said, what are your exits and entries like? When the first partner who leaves the house for the day leaves, is there anything intentional that you do? Do you say, I love you? Do you give a little kiss on the cheek? Do you, for Chad and I, we do our daily bread prayers, but we also you know, have a, a little connect point. He usually doesn't just leave. Sometimes if he leaves at the crack of dawn and I'm still sleeping, he's polite to let me sleep in. But then when I wake up, I'll text him or something like that. And so being intentional about that exit. And then also when the, I'm going to say final partner returns home, whoever that is, when you get home, what does that re-entry look like? And is there anything intentional? And this is where I want to camp for just a second, because so many times Whoever is already home first is in the middle of doing whatever it is they're doing at home. Yeah. I have yet to met a couple where, where the person's just like sitting by the door waiting. Oh, you <laughs> came home. I'm so glad. I've been waiting for you here by the door. Although it could happen. I don't know. I don't know either. I was just sitting there thinking like in what context that would happen. But I think what you're saying is like, and, and where you're going to is just that we want to be intentional about how we re-enter the home. You know, whoever it is, whether it's it's me coming home, which like normally I come home and you're already at the house, but... But I'm like, however we enter the house, we want to be intentional about that. Like, how do I come in? How do we kind of make a plan for that? And so I think it, I think it is important to make the plan just like we exit well. We want to make sure we enter well. And I want to say some of the things that Chad and I have done for our relationship, almost bringing it back a little bit to the emotional component. When Chad is on his way home from work or when he's leaving work, he'll call me and kind of do a little check-in. How'd your day go? How were your how are you doing? Or he'll kind of say, Hey, I had a really hard day. That little insight is so beneficial for how the rest of our evening goes because that insight says, Man, I'm gonna need you to listen to me process something. Or if he calls and I'm like, I'm behind. I, I remember there was a time a few years ago when Avery was still napping. Man, I really relied on that nap. I got, I was the most efficient human on the planet in that hour and a half that she napped. And if she didn't nap, I just was behind for the day. And so he would call and, and the question became, did Avery nap today? You know, that, that was his cue that it either was going to go well or possibly that I would need help. And so that's what we're asking you to kind of consider when you guys are going to reconnect at night. What can you say to each other that will help the night go smoothly? What can you basically ask your partner for to, to make sure that the evening is going to go the best possible way for all of the parties? Yeah. That might be me saying, hey, I know you're about to come home, but I need a few more minutes to wrap something up. Or Chad saying, hey, I've got two emails and I got to return a phone call. When I get home, I'm going to need to do that. Those little snippets of content are huge wins for our evening going well. And I want to say uh, too, Angela, that it, it is a really a good um, way to to come back in the house. If, if I know where you're at or if you know where I'm at when I'm coming in, I, I want to say that it's good to ask for it. It's good to kind of like say, hey, this is what I need, right? But But I think it's also important that we kind of slow down at the end of our day and take the time to assess you know, really, where am I? You know, it makes me think of that that idea of perms a little bit, like how am I doing physically, emotionally, relationally, mentally, spiritually? Can I go through that quickly on my way home and, and bring that to you? So if I'm coming in the house and I can kind of let you know, especially as a withdrawer, sometimes I'm not paying so much attention to like how I'm doing. If I can go through my checklist sort of and go, 
oh, you know what? I'm overwhelmed because of work and kind of like I'm honestly pretty tired. And, and so like I'm going through this list and going, these things are things I probably should let my wife into. Yeah. Otherwise, I come in and I'm distant and want to go avoid everything and lay on the couch and think she might take <laughs> that as, you know, I'm avoiding her when actually there's something going on with me that she might be able to help with. Uh, and again, we're kind of thinking, how do we be proactive? I mean, this whole series is like, how do we take the offense? Yeah. Right. And go towards these things. So I think we've given them a couple of pretty good things, you know, it's absolutely daily bread prayers. I love the idea of how we exit. That's how we exit our houses. We're, we're sending good vibes, uh, and asking, asking for protection and, and for those good things to go with us. And then when we come back in the house, we're going, how did, how did the day go? How, how did the world treat you today? And, and how, how can I show up for you? And how can we reconnect in our relationship? You might want to incorporate some of the things that we're talking about, but our connect point for this episode, we want you to actually just kind of talk about the days in your relationship that go smoothly, are there any specific things that happen that you can say that was an intentional thing? Whether it was a you texted me, a couple smiley faces throughout the day that let me know, and when you text me, my day goes better. That that works for us as well. If I get one check-in from Chad, then I feel like, okay, he's alive at work, things are well, I can keep going. Sometimes, though, he has a really busy day and I don't hear from him, and I can feel in my heart that throughout the day I might be more concerned about what's happening. And so this conversation is saying, on the days that go really smooth, what are the things that you do and what are the things that your partner does that you go, man, on the smooth days we do this and we really appreciate it. We're going to honor the things that help the day go more smoothly. And then as you've listened to this episode, if there's something you want to incorporate, you can say, you know what? I really like that idea. What would it look like for us to maybe try that? And so that's the conversation you're having. You're assessing days that went as smoothly as possible and how they played out. They didn't just happen. You guys actually did intentional things that you might not even realize that you did until you analyze it and assess it and realize that you did it. And that's what we're asking you to do. So that's the connect point for this episode. Thanks so much for checking us out. We really appreciate that you listen and pay attention and that you work on your relationship. And so the best thing you can do for us, if you like this, if if you want to support us, is give us the thumbs up, give us a like, share us on YouTube, subscribe, those sorts of things. Rate us on Google if if that's uh, how you're listening to it. And we would love for you to share us with a friend that really does kind of spread the word and help us kind of do the mission that we feel called to, which is just helping couples have, have a better relationship. And, and as we help couples, we help we help our country and we help our community. So thanks so much for checking it out. Thanks, we'll see guys. you next time.